Hey, everybody. Welcome to Take the Stage Coaching Podcast, where I help artists navigate the pressures of an artistic career. This is Evan Dunn Baritone with episode number 50. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast say toy, toy, toy. Find out what is holding you back so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca Lupo. Wow, guys, 50 episodes. That's so cool. And we have had a six-week course, a couple of dozen clients, and we are off the ground running. Thank you so much for all of your support. Things have certainly changed um, since we lost the fabulous Mariah Wilcox soprano in the last few months. She was such an asset to this team, and I'll be forever grateful for all that she contributed to us. Um, We are doing our best to adjust. We are learning, especially about social media, and we are pushing ourselves to the next level. I know that this is what you guys are trying to do with your own lives, with your own careers, and that is why I'm here. I want to provide you with some ways to take action. Artistic careers are challenging, but Any career is challenging. I know we've mentioned that before. If you find yourself in groups of other artists and you feel like you're starting to mope about the challenges, then just know in your brain that you are limiting yourself. If you're blaming circumstances for things that are happening to your voice, happening to your your career, um, you really could be taking responsibility for your life, empowering yourself. And I hope you choose to do that instead of um, blaming circumstances. When I say that you can take responsibility for your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, that is the very best news that I could ever tell you. If you feel overwhelmed by that thought, then that is because you feel more comfortable blaming your circumstances for where you are in your life and how you feel about your life. And that's okay for now. You don't need to make that mean anything about who you are if you happen to feel like you're currently in a place where you don't feel empowered, where you feel like you have been blaming your circumstances. That doesn't need to mean anything. But if you do feel that way, then let's step back for a moment And ask yourself what it would feel like to recognize that you have all the power that you need. Doesn't that feel different than imagining that everyone else has the power and that you are just floating along, waiting for your big break, waiting for the world to change? And here's the thing. If you allow yourself to feel amazing and and empowered in your ability to manage your thoughts, feelings, and actions then you will go out and do it. When you feel good and you feel empowered, you take action. That's how our bodies and our brains work. If you feel disempowered, then you feel bad. And the way you deal with that feeling is by getting on opera Twitter and whining about things. (laughs) 
Believe me, I'm on Twitter. I know. <laughs> but that's not really good for you, and that's not who you are. It may be something that you have done in the past getting on Twitter, but it doesn't have to be you going forward. I think we should form a different type of community at Take the Stage Coaching, where we choose to empower each other and encourage each other. And we can be real and notice the struggles. We can cry together and mourn together. All of the feelings are real and relevant, but we're just not going to be victims, okay? So let's take care of each other by telling the truth. And that is what I would like to do for you today. I want to tell the truth, and here it is. It is all good. It really is all good. I love this thought. It blows my mind whenever I think about it. And let me, I want to tell you a little bit about how I learned this thought and what it has meant for me over the years. And I hope that it helps you too. Remembering that there's no such thing as good or bad thoughts. There are only thoughts that serve us. And one thought that can serve me may not necessarily serve you. And a thought that can serve you at one point might change and not serve you so much later on in your life. So I'm just offering this as a thought that I really love that has really helped me. And if you need to change this thought to um, help you, or if you need a bridge thought to get to this point, then by all means, do the thought work that you need. So here's how I learned about this thought. When I was in college, I used to work at a full service gas station and I'd help people pump gas into their cars. And it was so fun because most people were not expecting an attendant to come up and help them. And sometimes it was a little bit awkward, but for the most part, I got to make people's days. They were like excited that they were having this kind of weird 50s experience of having someone pump their gas. It was awesome. I also experienced a lot of crazy stuff. Like one day, oh, there was this, you know, pretty old man. He was probably around 90. He was so sweet, and I helped pump his gas while he went into the store. And when I got done, I turned around and I was walking away to the other side of the store, and I noticed that he was coming out of the gas station on the opposite side of the station from where I was, and he was heading back to his car. Oh, and he just feels so bad about this, but also, you know what? It was it was kind of funny, but there was nothing I could do to help him. He had his pants folded up under his arm, and he was walking out to his car totally butt naked. You know, I'm not sure if he was aware of what he was doing or if he just didn't care and maybe he had an accident or something when he was in the gas station. I, I just don't know. And I wish I could have helped him. I tried to run over and help him, but he got to his car by the time I got there. But honestly, I'm like, you go, man. <laughs> you're driving, you're independent, and you just don't care what people think about you anymore. So you know what? Rock it. <laughs> oh, that must be an amazing thing to feel. I'm working on that in my own life. But anyway, but that is um, not where I learned about the thought that all is good. But I did learn from um, learn it from a lady who I was helping at the gas station. And I knew someone in her family and we were chatting a little bit. And she asked how I was, and I told her how I was struggling through a busy semester. I was in college, and I had some health problems. I'd spent a night in the hospital, 
And um, she had the most amazing, warm smile. She looked at me and so sincerely said, you're amazing. Just remember that it is all good. And when I say it is all good, I mean that it is all good. And I was a little taken aback at her earnestness. And I did thank her and I said goodbye. And then I went about my day, but I could not stop thinking about it. I started wondering what she could possibly mean. Like, did it mean that my health problems were all good? The things that I was worried about with my health? I hadn't thought about them as good up to this point. I was scared. I was stressed out about paying medical bills. I was worried about... Um, some of the school that I had missed and I was a little bit behind was all of that good. But I think what she was trying to teach me is not that I should pretend like nothing is stressful or like that I should pretend that I should never experience negative emotion and just pretend like, oh, I'm just happy. Everything's fine because that's not possible or healthy. But she was trying to remind me that in the long run, Everything that I go through can be for my benefit. I can learn and grow from my life and from everything that life throws at me. Now, that is such a powerful choice, my friends. I can also make the choice to let things in life break me down. But if I choose, I can use every experience to my benefit and something that can make me stronger. I learned about this while reading a book by Malcolm Gladwell, who is one of my favorite authors. And I think this was in his book, David and Goliath. Um, But I love all of his books and I've read them several times. So I, I could be getting it mixed up with one of his other books. But he talked about people who have dyslexia and how so many of them struggle in school, but that later in life, a large percentage, I'm making up statistics here, but if I memory serves, it was like more than 50% of the top CEOs in this world are dyslexic or something crazy like that. And he also talked about how um, losing a parent when you are young can be so devastating, but that also a super large percentage of world um, political leaders have lost one or even both of their parents when they were kids which statistically just doesn't really make sense. But it isn't to say that you need to be dyslexic or to lose a parent to be successful. But the, but the statistics do show that these hard circumstances can help to raise you up if you don't let them crush you. Because there are a lot of people who do let circumstances like these crush them. Like they don't know how to raise out, raise themselves up or they just don't you know, have the help that they need. Now, there is obviously some nuance to this conversation. Of course, of course, there are circumstances that can be super challenging to overcome, circumstances that I have never experienced. And some people have so much less privilege as far as information to help them know how to overcome traumatic experiences like these and maybe not a mentor or something. And Hannah and I were talking um, last night to my brother and sister-in-law um, about how we know some people who have been raised in horrific circumstances and were able to grow from that. But the truth of the matter is that 
anyone who raises themselves out of horrific circumstances, they probably did have a mentor or someone who loved them, helped them to realize they didn't have to stay in this cycle of trauma, that they could come out of it. They were given resources and support over time and so that they learned how to empower themselves. You know, I don't think anyone... Well, I mean, it's probably super rare for someone to just wave a magic wand almost and be able to get themselves out of circumstances like that. But I I don't even know if it's possible. But so someone, you know, probably needs some resources, needs some help from someone, a mentor, and then they're able to learn in themselves that what they went through doesn't have to break them. So people in like people in poverty, people raised in abuse, et cetera, these are horrible circumstances. And if they don't know that they don't have to succumb and be crushed by their circumstances, then they will most likely continue in that cycle. But if they can learn that they can break this cycle and they have some help to grow out of that and believe in themselves, then they can totally break free and know in themselves and be empowered that all of the experiences are 100% for their good. So no matter what you've been through, I want to be a voice for you in your life, a mentor that can help you to rise stronger. No matter what people have said or done to you, no matter how you were raised or where you came from, if you believe in yourself, you can grow in any circumstance and anything you've been through can 100% be good. It really is all good. And again, if this statement makes you feel uncomfortable, (laughs) just remember that the very best news that I could ever tell you is that you have responsibility over your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. No one else gets to decide those things. You're the only one who gets to choose how you want to react moving forward in any circumstances. And what I am telling you is that every single thing that you experience in your life can teach you and empower you. You can know that you're responsible for how you think about your circumstances and start practicing thoughts that empower you to deal with hard things. How amazing is that? It's just, I have chills thinking about this and hoping that everyone in the world can learn this. I'm telling you that every single bad voice day, every flopped audition, every rude person you work with, every negative emotion, every sickness, as well as every joy, all of it is good for you. All of these things help you to feel alive and to know what it means to be a real human. And you can choose whether it's good for you or whether it crushes you in the long run. You know, we mentioned earlier that every career is challenging, but I want to um, kind of paint two pictures, two options for you as you look forward into your life. You can choose to see your singing career as a struggle where you complain about how hard it is on Twitter and you find other friends who see the world like you and you complain together, you kind of commiserate together. That is hard. You feel bad and you can, and you know, it can kind of help you to feel better to complain together. And eventually you start to see your dreams slip through your fingers because you feel disempowered, helpless, frustrated. And when you feel those things, your actions prove it. Your results always prove the things that you think and that cause the the feelings of disempowerment. Okay, so just because it feels good to commiserate with someone and to, to kind of whine about it, don't do that to yourself. 
Okay, the other the other picture that I would paint for you in your mind is that you can choose the struggle of facing the struggle of being a singer. You can just know that life is hard. Working is hard. Chasing your dreams is hard. <laughs> you can learn to embrace the hard and go forward regardless. You can find a like-minded community who empowers you, who encourages you to, encourages you to feel all of the feels, to move forward anyway. And this second choice is also challenging. Like, it stinks no matter what you decide. Life is just sometimes hard and challenging. And I'm not going to pretend like the second option is easier than the other one because that's probably not true. But at least in the second option, if you choose to do this, you're you're chasing after your wildest dreams, living this thrilling and challenging life all mixed together in one instead of just sitting back and complaining about things, you know. Again, I just I'm so excited for us to continue to create this community like this at Take the Stage Coaching, where we empower and build each other up. I already see so many of you doing this in real life, colleagues that I have, social media, and I appreciate you supporting me as I do my best to try to fit into this amazing community. Now, here are a few other thoughts that really help me as I think about it's all good, okay? I like to think of my circumstances being good, the things around me and the world being good for me. But I try to be very careful about using the words good or bad or better or worse when I'm talking about myself and about my voice. And again, this is not a hard and fast rule because certain thoughts work better for different people. But when I'm talking about myself, especially my voice, I try not to label my voice as being good, bad, better, or worse than anything else. And here is why. If I look at my voice a year ago, sometimes I'm tempted to say to myself, oh, wow, my voice has gotten better. And at first that seems like a good thought. Um, and I'm, I don't know if maybe this happens to anyone else. Maybe I'm the only crazy one. But when I think about my voice being better now than it was a year ago, then I also see that my voice will be better in a year from now as well. And then I start to feel bad about where I am now. <laughs> Is that crazy? Like, am I the only one? It's like, oh, well, I'm going to be better in a year. So maybe my singing that I've been doing now isn't worthy or worth it. Or like I'll get anxious about my recordings right now because I think my recordings in a year will be better. So maybe I should just wait for a year, you know, but that that limits me to what I do right now. It limits um, what I'm willing to to try and do the people I'm willing to sing for. And so it's not really a helpful thought for me. Instead of being good or bad or better or worse, I just like to think I am enough. And it is true that my voice has changed and that my voice will change. But I try to be a little bit more specific and factual about this change rather than giving it a label of good or bad or better. For example, I say my range has increased. My vibrato is more stable. My vowels are clearer. I have more depth in my E vowel, etc. Then I make sure to love my voice how it was 
be grateful for how it was then and for who I was then and how my efforts that I created in my past to get to where I am now. And then I try to love my voice now for all that I've been through and all my efforts. And I love my voice as well in the future. I have to make sure that I don't rely on my future voice to be happy or judge myself now for where I want my voice to be in the future. My voice getting better will not make me happier. Any mental garbage that I have in my life right now will go with me into my future if I don't resolve it now. And adding more money or more success to my life will not resolve the fact that I still have some mental garbage that's unresolved. So here's what I would encourage you to do. Love on your voice right now. Try to stop labeling yourself and your technique as good, better, or bad. Change your mindset now and recognize all the growth and experiences you can have in your life right now. You are enough. There's nothing wrong with your life. There's nothing wrong with you. Everything in your life is 100% for your good. If you choose, you can grow from anything that comes your way. Don't label yourself or your voice as good or bad, but do label everything that happens to you as good for you. I love you. I love working with you. I'm excited to get to know more of you. If you'd like a free sample session with me, go to the link in the show description or email me at takethestagecoaching at gmail.com. The world needs your voice. Stop waiting in the wings. Go out and take the stage. In Boca Lupo. Thank you for listening to another episode of Take the Stage Opera Podcast. We love hearing from you. So please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. It helps us to continue delivering quality material. 